Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader or investor. Wealth Within was voted number three for stock market podcasts globally in 2018, so I hope you enjoy listening. We cover topics from trading to investing, as well as wealth creation to ensure you can achieve your financial goals. Because as we always say, lifestyle matters. As a global leader in stock market education, you can fast track your journey towards financial freedom by studying with Wealth Within. If you'd like more information about our government accredited courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre. Please note that the information in this podcast should not be considered personal financial advice. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. I'm looking forward to chatting with you about something really topical at the moment, and that is the tech stocks. And Afterpay is right up there in the news at the moment. And look, it has been for a while because it's been such an interesting stock to watch since COVID and how it climbed. In fact, I just did a recording this week for our students with the, through the support service that we run. We have a weekly report where we talk to them about different stocks and what our thoughts are on them. And and Afterpay has just had such an incredible rise. I'm just, um, unfortunately, I obviously can't show you the chart that's on my screen right now, but it was a from the high that actually occurred, just to give you an idea about what Afterpay did, if you're not watching this yourself, from February 2020, just before the COVID, COVID meltdown, you know, it was trading somewhere around the $40 mark. Now, just think about that. At the moment, I think it's trading around 100 or close over $100. It's been trading as high as 160 or thereabouts as well uh, this year. So, but if we go back in time, back to that period in 2020 at the start of the year, it actually formed that high at around the $40 mark, fell around 80% of its value, and then recovered in dramatic fashion to trade through the all-time high and then went up. Um, close to 300% from that point. Now, the interesting thing about Afterpay is that as stocks rise, now you will, you may have seen this with shares if you've been watching the stocks that move in and out of the indexes. So the Australian stock market is made up of a groupings of stocks and there are stocks that fit within the indexes. So there might be the top 20 index. You'll have heard of Dale talk about that before. He talks about that in his book and the stocks that tend to be in the top 20, the biggest, most liquid companies on our market. Um, obviously, to name a few of those, the BHP, there's Rio, West Farmers, uh, Woolies, Woodside, um, stocks like that, and, and the banks, of course, uh, Macquarie. And so those big banks typically will be in there as well. Now, you know, there has been a change over time of the stocks that move in and out of some of these indexes. So not just the top 20, but the top 50, top 100. Um, it can change from time to time, the mix of, of stocks that are in there. But typically, the top 20 doesn't change a great deal um, because the banks typically will still influence that over time. So, but what happened with Afterpay, as it started to grow in value, it actually changed the the landscape for Afterpay and all of a sudden it became interesting to so many more people because of course big fund managers out there are looking for particular stocks that fit certain criteria 
And then as Afterpay grew, it began to um, appear in more and more people's field of view. So, you know, that that sort of explains it's not just the fact that okay in the US we saw these dramatic rises in tech stocks that's part of it as well but the same thing can be said for um, stocks in the US that they change and move through the market now we're looking at afterpay first because but I've got another stock from the same index this is the technology information technology sector in, the, in Australia I'm just thinking about afterpay and what might happen going forward so we've seen we have seen it drop and it fell to the low um, so far this week. I think it was around 37% the fall, and I'm not sure if it's continuing to fall much today, but uh, I think I did see it down again. So we're looking at a stock that potentially has come off the top, but still really great gains from that um, previous high in, in the, that COVID high. But it's about what could it do next. But before I talk about that, I'm just going to have a look at what's happening with um, a couple of uh, another stock in the sectors and to talk about the overall sector. Now, each month we discuss the sectors on our Tuesday night show on the live show and talk about what's happening in the sectors and which one's leading, which one's lagging over different time frames. Now, just to give you an overview of what the information technology sector is doing at the moment, it's as of last night's close, it was actually down around 12% for the year. So we did see the tech sector last year leading the board and was incredibly um, had an incredible level of growth last year. And but not all technology stocks are the same because they don't always fall at the same time and they don't always fall by the same degree. It can depend on what's happening within the individual business, what's happening within that um, niche area within the sector. So looking at say for example Afterpay, that. Um, um, company and the, and the technology that they offer um, has such wide use that of course you'd think that this company's got a really bright future down the track now they're actually forecasting significantly high double digit growth for the, for the next two years which is quite amazing um, of course that buy now pay later concept that people are adopting is just so popular now which says a lot about human psychology doesn't it and the way that people think and we want it all now but we don't want to pay for it now and you know um, that's a whole other discussion that I'd rather not get too much into at this point as I'm sure you probably don't want to hear me talk about too much either you've probably heard other people talk about that um, but look the EPS growth I think they've got currently recorded at, is around 250% earnings growth which is quite incredible um, looking forward particularly given what we've already seen now there's another stock within the sector which is called Appen and they're into language technology data and services and they do this across you know so many countries around the world I think it's something in the order of 100 and 170 or 180 um, languages which is amazing and they're, they're course within the same sector they've they've got high double digit growth forecast but their share price has been falling away now what can happen you can have good companies that have great growth forecast the market may have factored a lot of that in to the the share price but there'll be periods where it'll get sold off so there'll be there'll be other opportunities to get back into the share again so if you've missed out on that don't think the opportunity's gone or if you think you've missed out don't think it's gone completely because when the stock starts to be revalued again after a decline then it may produce 
a nice little entry opportunity. However, you've got to have proper rules and need to wait for those to trigger before you get in because just as a stock could rise back up, it could be because the people who are short selling the stock, trying to actually do the opposite of what we do when we go long and buy, buy low, sell high, they're actually selling high and buying low, which means that they're making money from the decline. So this is, um, you know, what can be done in the stock market. If you're not too familiar with it, don't be concerned about that right now. It's nothing you have to understand in great depth, but you just have to know the big picture of what goes on in the marketplace and that people in the know can trade rising prices. They can also trade falling prices to make money on that. So, but as it gets to a point where the sellers don't want to keep holding this hold holding those positions anymore and they want to close out those positions by buying back and when they do often the share price will jump back up so you can often see a bit of a rise and and in that early phase you don't know whether the stock is actually going to continue to go up and the buyers are going to pick it up and take control or whether it's a false start if you like and then it's, it's only going to get sold down again at some point so that's where you have to be really mindful and we talk about not catching a falling knife it's so important for that very reason. Um, it's about understanding the mechanics of the market and what's happening when the buying and the selling goes on. So if you haven't done much research into that, then I really recommend that you do. And look, if you haven't read Dale's book yet, make sure you get a copy of that. It's Accelerate Your Wealth, It's Your Money, Your Choice, but also get the How to Beat the Managed Funds by 20%, which was the first book. That one's actually free. You just pay the postage and um, and the other book's only $30, I think, anyway, or $30-something. So, uh, you know, it's not a big cost. And it's got so much value in that book and explaining all sorts of things about the stock market that you really need to know before you invest. Now, I know that most people, when they get into the market, they've actually bought shares, started buying shares before they properly understand what's going on. But there is time for you to catch up. So, you know, always be... Um, confident in the fact that you can find the right information when you need it and we're happy to help you in that area now we've talked about apt and and appen in terms of what they do just a brief overview we've talked about their earnings so they've both got earnings forecasts that are currently looking quite quite positive and the information technology sector is down now it's not hugely common to see two years in a row where the sector will be down but it does happen it's more likely to be down for a year, maybe a year and a half, and then start moving back up. And we could see that happen with the Infotech, but it could even be quick, quicker depending on how far the and fast the Infotech sector falls down if it continues to do that. So that's definitely an area still to watch. Never think, well, um, you know, I'm just going to say totally focused on another area that's running at the moment it's good that you if you then shift money into areas that are rising that's really important but always keep another eye like uh, you know keep your peripheral vision on some of those other sectors that have gone out of favor now i'm looking at the yearly figures right now in terms of the price as at last night's close as i said information technology sector down 12 apt was actually only down seven percent so therefore it's actually holding up quite well relative to the rest of the sector now, APX that I mentioned before was down 30%. So it's had a quite a dramatic, and I'm actually looking at a chart of it in front of me right now. And I can see that just recently it's taken out the low in March 2020. So if you can imagine, a lot of stocks were sold off into March 2020 quite quickly. And then there were these huge rises that followed. Well, 
you know, APX obviously got clearly way ahead of itself and has lost all of the gains that happened from that March 2020 low. Um, it's just trying to come up from that level. Um, and that was just to give you an indication of I've, I've talked about APT in terms of the moves it made. The low that happened into the March 2020, actually, the high actually was in July 19. So this stock had already been falling anyway. But the whole fall it, um, that unfolded was around 50% decline. The COVID fall was probably around, I think that's uh, 40, around 40 odd percent. And then, of course, it rebounded so strongly after that. And we saw a rise out of the COVID low back to the high. And then through that high, it rose in the order of about 180%. So um, not as fast, obviously, and, as, and as, for as long as what APT did, but it still was incredible in terms of that run. And then since then, of course, it's lost all of that run completely so it's not held on to any of that so it's really out of favor now I haven't followed up the news on this company to find out what's going on it may have actually been oversold but we won't know for, for some time yet and the interesting thing about this share we talk about using trend lines to get a good level on the stock well there's a really nice downtrend line on this um, one on the weekly chart at the moment and you know to just be time to watch that and wait and see how it unfolds now um, this is a sector that, of course, you want to keep your eye on, as I said, and I'll be back to chat with you again about the information technology sector and some of the stocks within the sector um, later on um, in, in the year. Have a great week. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Wealth Within, a global leader in stock market education. For more information on our courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre.